I get another amen for our wonderful music this morning? Amen and amen. You guys are bringing it for SpongeBob, and I am thankful for that. Friends, let us pray. Good and gracious God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts gathered here this morning be pleasing and acceptable to you, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. So if you are not a SpongeBob fan, um, I want to help give you a little bit of rundown. We've heard a lot of names, a lot of characters, but I want to give you a little rundown of who's who in Bikini Bottom. SpongeBob SquarePants is our sponge with a heart of gold, and he lives in a pineapple under the sea. His best friends are Patrick the Star and Sandy the Squirrel that we heard Pastor Eliana talking about. And as she mentioned, Sandy is from Texas. Yeehaw. He has a neighbor, Squidward, who lives right next door to him, who plays the clarinet and loves all things sophisticated. And SpongeBob works for Mr. Crab, who is the manager owner of the Krusty Krab. Um, and he is so intent on selling the most delicious Krabby Patty burgers. We also have Plankton, the owner of the Chum Bucket, the not-so-leading competitor of Krusty Krab, and he's always trying to scheme to outdo Mr. Krab um, and try to get everybody to come to the Chum Bucket and like what he's serving there. All of these colorful characters and more make up the beautiful and unique town of Bikini Bottom. And now we've all felt the feelings of wanting to belong to matter and to be accepted, right? In this musical, SpongeBob the Musical, Mount Humongous's impending doom of this eruption has come. And everyone starts to spiral and panic and fear. But SpongeBob is determined, like we just heard, to be more than just a simple sponge so that he can save his town. He leans on his best friends, Patrick and Sandy. Patrick, for his strength, Sandy for her brains, and well, Spongebob, he isn't too sure what he has to offer, but he knows that that is not going to stop him. He knows that he is going to be able to help save the day. But unfortunately, Sandy is immediately shunned and outcast by the rest of the town for being different, for thinking different, and the town fears that she is the one who's brought all this mess on them from her big thinking and her science talk. Patrick is being given attention like never before by this group of sardines um, who believe he is this amazing, wonderful guru um, that has such wisdom to give to all. And so he ends up leaving SpongeBob and Sandy for his new group of followers. And so it's up to SpongeBob to rally his friends, to rally Bikini Bottom, to come together to save the day, to show them that they are in, in fact better together and can achieve incredible things when they stand side by side. And so when I was preparing for today's worship service, watching this musical, and y'all, if y'all have an opportunity to spend just a couple of bucks on Amazon Prime, I want to encourage you to go and watch this musical because the music is phenomenal. The actors are incredible. Everything about this show is just wonderful. So I want to encourage you to do that. But while I was watching it, a couple of things popped into my mind. But one of the things that popped to my mind was Paul and his letter that he wrote to the church in Corinth. Now, you may be thinking, Pastor Maggie, how? That's an interesting connect, Paul and the church in Corinth to SpongeBob. 
But here in this morning's scripture reading, Paul is talking about the body of Christ, talking about the different gifts that make up the body of Christ. And in it, in 1 Corinthians in chapter 12, starting in verse 25, it says this, the way God designed our bodies is a model for understanding our lives together as a church, every part dependent on every part, the parts we mention and the parts we don't, the parts we see and the parts we don't. If one part hurts, every other part is involved in that hurt and in the healing. If one part flourishes, every other part enters into the exuberance. You are Christ's body. That is who you are. You must never forget this. Only as you accept your part of that body does your part mean anything. You're familiar with some of the parts that God has formed in the church, which is God's body. We have apostles, prophets, teachers, miracle workers, healers, helpers, organizers, and those who pray in tongues. But it's obvious by now, isn't it, that Christ's church is a complete body and not a gigantic, undimensional part. It's not all apostle, not all prophet, not all miracle worker, not all healer, not all prayer in tongues, not all interpreter of tongues. And yet, some of you keep competing for so-called important parts. But now I want to lay out a far better way for you. And so I hope, friends, this morning that we together can dive in. I promise I won't do too many C puns. But I hope we can dive into discovering what Paul and SpongeBob have in common. And so I think we have to start by telling the rest of the story. The last day in Bikini Bottom has arrived. The town has fallen into anarchy and chaos. The town is trying to find Sammy to put blame on her. The mayor has turned into a, a horrible dictator. Squidward is trying to put together this benefit concert to raise enough money so that the town can ride on this pod that Plankton has told them about that will save them. This being Plankton's latest scheme to try to get everybody together to hypnotize them into liking the chum bucket. I know, Plankton's kind of a sneaky one. And so all the while that's happening, Sandy and SpongeBob get the eruptor and eruptor and start make, making their way up Mount Humongous to go stop the volcano from erupting. And as SpongeBob is climbing up, he is thinking about how much he dearly misses his best friend Patrick and wishes that he was there with him. And funny enough, at the very exact moment down Bikini Bottom, Patrick is thinking about how much he misses his best friend SpongeBob and wishes that he were there to help him and Sandy get up to the volcano. And so Patrick ends up leaving his sardine followers and gets Sandy's jetpack that she has just finished and rides on up to Mount Humongous to meet Sandy and Patrick. And the three of them get to the top. They get the eruptor interrupter. And Pat Patrick and Sandy tell that SpongeBob is the only one that can really fit up there to really get up to the top. And so SpongeBob gets up there and he throws it in. Patrick and Sandy and SpongeBob have their fingers crossed and they're hoping that it is going to work. And so then they parachute back down to Bikini Bottom. They come and find that the town is a complete mess. And, and all the while, SpongeBob is trying to calm everybody down, trying to tell them that it's going to be okay, that no matter what happens, at least they have each other. 
And then the clock chimes in the town and they realize that the time has come for the volcano to erupt. And so everybody braces themselves for the worst and they start counting it down and then all of a sudden, minutes go by and nothing has happened. Instead, bubbles start falling from the sky showing that Sandy's eruptor and eruptor has in fact worked and she has saved the town. After everything kind of calms down and after all the, the hullabaloo of being saved has kind of gone away, Sandy announces that it's time for her to go and move on to find another place to call home because she just doesn't know that she can trust Bikini Bottom anymore. So the whole town starts apologizing to her, saying that they are so sorry for how they treated her, that Bikini Bottom is a place where all are welcome. And SpongeBob and Patrick remind her that this is her home. And this is where her team is and that they are going to try and do better. And so Sandy decides that she's going to stay in Bikini Bottom. And then the whole town joins in chorus. Everything keeps get better if you keep on trying. We're happy just to be here in the world-renowned Bikini Bottom. How I love this town when the sun shines down on a beautiful Bikini Bottom day. And as the sun sets on Bikini Bottom all as well. And so now that the full story has been told, you may really be wondering where Paul and the church in Corinth fit into the story of SpongeBob. I first want to ask you, can you think of a time where you have felt the feelings of wanting to belong, wanting to have purpose, wanting to find a home? Maybe you can think of an instance from years and years and years ago, or maybe you're feeling those feelings right now as you sit here in this room or as you are watching online. Maybe you are feeling those feelings. But no matter when or how many times it happens, I believe that everybody at one point or another will feel these feelings of wanting to belong and wanting to make a difference. And I also think that those feelings can be heightened especially when you are in a group, in a community, when you see how the people around you are so gifted and so talented and are making such an incredible impact in that community because you just want to be a part of that work, right? And so that's how I think Bikini Bottom, the church in Corinth, and Arapahoe United Methodist Church have all of those things in common. There are different, colorful, unique individuals who make up these communities and we all just long to have a place to call home, to have purpose, and to make a difference. Now, Corinth, it wasn't too far from Athens, and it was a very popular place to be. They were struggling quite a bit, uh, if you peeled back a few layers, but surface level, man, they looked like they had it together. It was the ideal place to be. How the location was, it was a hot spot for ships to come in and dock there and move around that area. It was also the place people came to work their way up the social ladder. And they were also very famous for an annual competition that was second only to the Olympian Games in popularity. And so you can say that Corinth was the place to be. But when you read 1 Corinthians or 2 Corinthians, these letters that Paul wrote to the church in Corinth, you can kind of see these themes, um, these themes that Paul was really troubled by. There's division within the church, and people are pledging their allegiance to different prominent leaders. 
Peter is troubled by the fact that this town, these people are so enamored with worldly wisdom and power, and they're all trying to be better than the other. Do any of those things uh, ring a bell to you? Maybe of things we're seeing going on around in the world? They're really struggling. And in today's scripture passage, that was only just a little snippet of three whole chapters of Paul talking about spiritual gifts to the church in Corinth. They, they, he felt that they really needed to hear this message about their gifts and their place within this community that they called home. And Paul actually interrupts himself twice when speaking about spiritual gifts. We heard uh, both of them in our scripture reading this morning. First being when he's talking about the diverse but unified body of Christ. And second, when he starts sharing about how love is the better way to live. That comes up right there at the very end. And he goes on to talk about how without love, we have nothing. And so bottom line for Paul is to love and to use your gifts to lift up the entire community. And so we've already heard so much about our characters, our lovable characters down in Bikini Bottom. But they too are trying to hear this message about their gifts and how to use them and how to use them to better their community around them. SpongeBob, he isn't too sure what his gifts are. He isn't too sure how to use them because he's been told by Krusty Krab and the Krusty Krab manager, Mr. Krabs, and everyone else that he's just a simple sponge, that he has nothing to offer. Mr. Krab idolizes money and focuses on how many Krabby Patties he can sell, but thankfully in the end, he comes to the realization that no amount of money is better than family. Sandy is sent into a state of doubt after being outcast for thinking differently than the rest of the town. But then she's able to see that her Texas-sized brain has saved the day and she can forgive the town. And Squidward only wants a chance to share his musical gifts, his beautiful clarinet playing. That's all he wants to do. But he's been told no and no and no so many times. And we see the bottom line for SpongeBob is encouragement and love. He tells his friends and helps them see that they are talented and gifted and that they matter and that they belong in Bikini Bottom. All the while, he's also telling himself that message. He learns that he is not just a simple sponge with nothing to offer, but he in fact has a lot to offer to Bikini Bottom and to the rest of the world. Here at Arapahoe, I believe that this community is made up of beautiful and unique and wonderful individuals. Folks who have been looking for a place to call home and have found it here. Whether you are a lifelong Methodist, grown up in the Methodist church, grown up in the traditions, or if you are reconstructing your faith and building back the things that you learned in earlier years, whether you have been a member here at Arapahoe for years and years and can share that rich history of AUMC, or if you are someone who is new, together as a community, we are looking forward to seeing where God is leading us. Whether you are a person who is here in our building with us or watching online, AUMC has offered something to all of us, something that is warm, warm, sorry for that pun, <laughs> something that is warm and welcoming and loving and just feels like home. Even throughout the pandemic, when it has been the most difficult to connect with one another, you all have found ways to connect 
to reach out, to let others know that they are cared for and loved. But I'm not going to pretend that it's all butterflies and rainbows all the time, right? Like when you're in a community, there's bound to be conflict and tension. That's just bound to happen. But one of the things that I love about Arapaho is that we do our very best to lean into that conflict, to lean into that tension, to find the ways that God is calling us to grow, the places that God is calling us to new life. We are called to um, ask those tough questions. We're encouraged to ask those questions, encouraged to really figure out what our gifts are and, our, and how our passions can be used to uplift the whole community. Because friends, we also know here at Arapahoe that it's not just us here, right? That we are then called to go back out that, those doors and back into our community. That we are called to be in a community that looks and thinks different from us. A community that can absolutely infuriate us, but also be so encouraging. A community that we want to make better for all people to come and be a part of. We're called to support and strengthen this community that we have here. But then the ways that we are strengthened, we're then called to take back out into the world so that others may know that they are also welcomed and a part of this beautiful body of Christ. And so the next time that you hear um, about the body of Christ, whenever you maybe think about the body of Christ or you're learning about it in a small group, a Sunday school class, I first and foremost hope that you think of SpongeBob and you have a little bit of a giggle, and you remember this morning of all of us in our tropical shirts and our beautiful decorations and our wonderful music, I hope you think of that first. And then I hope you think about this community and the words of Paul. Every part dependent on every other part. If one part hurts, every other part is involved in the hurt and in the healing. If one part flourishes, every other part enters into the exuberance. You are Christ's body. That is who you are. Your gifts may be in leadership or organization. You may love to teach or preach or sing or care for others. You may feel like Squidward and have been told no so many times that you have lost count. Or you may be like Sandy, who has been outcast for being different. Or you may be like SpongeBob, and you aren't sure what you have to offer, but you know you want to be a part of it. I hope that you know and you remember this. You matter. You are a child of God. You are gifted, and you belong. We belong to each other, we are better together, and we can achieve incredible things when we stand side by side using the gifts that we have been graced with. And so friends, may you have adventure and be a contender and more. And may you remember that you are more than just a simple sponge. Amen.